for the 12th time. I'm not Joe Flacco. This is Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I'm really excited for this one, guys. Am my blood boiling a couple times on this? I'm not sure I raised my voice at all, but the passion was there. I felt it. I hope you feel it. That's what she said. We're talking, I think Adam Gaze is ruining Sam Darnold, and I'm going to get into that. But the second segment is what I think a few of you might, you might watch, you might listen to these out of order. Because I'm known for my Drew Brees memes. And I'm going to give you the background on the Drew Brees memes. And also point out to you, if you're listening, why Drew Brees might not even be in my top 10. And I just did the top 10 list last week, two weeks ago. I found a new guy to put in front of him. Stay tuned. Let's hear from our sponsors. Episode 12 of Nacho Flacco the Podcast is brought to you by The Dictionary. The Dictionary. Helping people learn the difference between libel and slander. See, libel is publishing a false statement about someone. So, you could accuse my meme page of posting libel against Drew Brees. But on my podcast... Well, now it becomes slander. Except, I said false statement. And I don't fucking lie to you. Drew Brees is not a top five quarterback. I'm going to tell you where all the Drew Brees memes started. Just a little later in this podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, The Dictionary. I think for the New York Jets... Adam Gase will work out as a head coach, and Sam Darnold will explode this year. All right, Clancy. Clancy, for for the YouTube viewers, is saying that he thinks that Gaze, Adam Gaze, is going to work out for the Jets, and that Sam Darnold is going to, quote, explode this year. Okay, well, um, I don't, I don't at all, Clancy. I don't think Adam Gaze is going to work out. I think the best thing for Sam Darnold and Sam Darnold's career is if Adam Gaze is gone after this season. And the reason I say that, I'll give you two names, Ryan Tannehill and Kenyon Drake. So Tannehill, we're all familiar with, drafted by the Dolphins. Had a so-so career, battled injuries. Had a decent season under Gaze. Signs with the Titans to be a backup to Marcus Mariota. Comes in midway through the season and lights the world on fire. If you remove all limits for minimum pass attempts and minimum games and things like that, Ryan Tannehill was basically the best quarterback in the league last year. And say what you will about Derrick Henry, but Marcus Mariota had Derrick Henry. He had the same weapons. And Ryan Tannehill went from Marcus Mariota to the best quarterback in the league. That was the upgrade that the Titans made. And Kenyon Drake... 
who never got more than 120, 125 carries in any full season with the Dolphins. And he was there in 16, 17, and 18, which, if I recall, is also Adam Gaze's time with the Dolphins. Kenyon Drake was there the whole time, never got more than 120 carries, averaged four and a half or better yards per carry damn near every season and couldn't sniff 200 carries. Has a down start to 2019, gets traded to the Cardinals, and all of a sudden he gets 120 carries, steals David Johnson's job, gets 120 carries, and lights the world on fire and ends up getting himself transition tagged and forces the Cardinals' hand to move on from David Johnson. David Johnson also forced the Cardinals' hand to move on from David Johnson, but but those are two really those are two building block pieces now for other organizations that both played for Adam Gaze that he didn't get the most out of. The only time Adam Gaze has been good is when Peyton Manning was audibling away from his plays. I think Omaha is just code for, don't listen to that fucking idiot. We're going to do this my way. Omaha. Omaha. Those are just like, ignore the, ignore the play call. We'll do it my way. Adam Gaze got, so here's Adam Gaze's career. He spent two years in Denver. Ran basically the bet ran, quote unquote, air quotes, the best offense in the league for basically two years with Peyton Manning around the show. Interviewed for the Niners job, and this was in 2015. Didn't ta- and and didn't get hired, like lost out to Jim Tom Sula. And I'm not so sure that wasn't that bad a move by the 49ers. Then he went to Chicago, and that Chicago offense that he was the offensive coordinator for is still the highest-ranked offense that he's ever run that didn't have Peyton Manning. And they're ranking 21st in the league. It's only gotten worse from there with three years with the Dolphins and now one year with the Jets. The Jets were 31st in points, 32nd in yards. So at least Adam Gaze is consistent because the year before he was 30th in points and 31st in yards with the Dolphins. And you say, oh, okay, well, that's the Dolphins. They're fucking terrible. They improved under their new coach. The, the Dolphins had a better ranking under their new coach, who's a defensive coach. They put a better offense around that team without Adam Gaze than with him, Mr. Offensive Genius. So, again, I think Sam Darnold's 
best strategy is to get Adam Gaze fired as quickly as possible. Because that defense, they're 16th in points and 7th in yards last year. But the offense was atrocious. 31st in points, 32nd in yards. And losing your best receiver, as Robbie Anderson's gone, I think they're trying to get rid of Le'Veon Bell. Losing your best receiver, I mean, because Robbie Anderson is really good. 15 yards a catch last season. I would have been, you know, if his price tag was right, I'd have been okay with the Niners signing him as a deep threat. But Adam Gaze is not it, man. So I I went in and I pulled, because the question was kind of two parts, right? Adam Gaze is going to work out and Sam Darnold's going to explode. And so I did the thing that I did a couple pods ago with and that I've done, and I'll continue to do because it's fun, is to go in and pull the recent history, you know, say the last 10 years of similar quarterbacks. So the numbers that I pulled for Darnold were completion percentage, yards per attempt, and touchdown percentage. And so Darnold was at 62%, 6.9 yards per attempt, 4.3% touchdown percentage. Which are all fine. Yards per attempt, a little low. Completion percentage you'd like to see come up. But we're in the ballpark. And you'll see from the names that I give you right now that his career could kind of go one of two ways. Because on the one hand, you've got Andrew Luck, who put up similar numbers in his second season. You've got Dak Prescott, Who's a winning quarterback? Everybody always always says, okay, all jokes aside, what do you think of Dak? He's a winning quarterback. He's one of those guys that I say you can win one Super Bowl with, but you're not going to win two, unless his name is Eli. Ryan Tannehill's on this list, which is convenient because Adam Gaze coached him as well. But then there's Derek Carr and Andy Dalton. So these are all professional quarterbacks. All guys that any fan base would be, except for luck, right? Controversy has followed all of these guys around. And 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 not controversy in terms of, you know, you know, it's not like they were caught, they didn't they didn't shoot themselves in the leg at a club. But they're constantly having to look over their shoulder because the fan base and the coaches probably always feel like they can do a little bit better. Or they were just coached by the wrong guys, it looks like Ryan Tannehill was. So, is Sam Darnold going to work out? Let's see after this season. But I'm going to go with no. You know what? I take that back. The short term is is looking terrible for Sam Darnold. Loses his best receiver. The running back, who didn't have a good season anyway, they're, they're at odds with. They, I, I'm fairly certain I've read a few things that the line sucks. And their coach seems to be terrible. 
So I, I things are not looking up in the short term for Sam Darnold. I don't know if... So sometimes this comes down to, you know, does the organization love him? And by that I mean the, the quarterback. Because if the organization loves him, if he's one of those guys that's first in the gym, last out, always in his playbook, doing everything he's supposed to to lead the team, you know, they can – Alex Smith, right? Let's just – Alex Smith suffered through uh, 500 – five years of shit-smelling foulness, the likes of which you and I can't even imagine, to borrow a famous movie line. And he came out on the other side when they found Jim Harbaugh. So if Andy Dalton can survive Adam Gaze and keep his head on right, and he's got that kind of Alex Smithness to him, stick it out, I'm going to work through it, I'm not going to get lost in this bullshit, I can do this. If he can do that, then I would really like to see him with a new coach. But... The flip side of that is, you know, if Adam Gaze sticks around a couple years, we could be looking at, I mean, Andy Dalton at least went to the playoffs. Didn't win anything, but he at least went to the playoffs. Derek Carr had one good season and has kind of fallen off ever since. Dak is, Dak and Andrew Luck, You'd it, it, the Jets fans, you would be fucking thrilled. And you'd be absolutely over the moon to have the new Ryan Tannehill, the non-Adam Gaze Tannehill. So, uh... I'm going to say that as long as Adam Gaze is Sam Darnold's quarterback or coach, that that you shouldn't make a judgment on him because I'm going to put all this shit on Adam Gaze. He's the one that needs to. He's the one that needs to go. I think Darnold needs. You need to give Darnold another couple of years because the comparisons here are intriguing, right? It could go both ways, but they're intriguing. I'd like to see if he can turn into Andrew Luck. I'd like to see if he can turn into Dak Prescott. But he's going to have to get away from Adam Gaze in order to fulfill his potential. I just know that. Because Adam Gaze took, when he started with the Dolphins, they were 24th in points and 17th in yards. And I might be getting the yards and points backwards, but it was 24 and 17. And when he left, they were 30 and 31 in those two categories. This is not the guy you want running your organization. So, Jets fans, prepare for the worst. You outperformed your record last year. You've lost some key guys. I'm not sure you've fixed your... You've made some signings there, but I'm not sure you've fixed anything. And Adam Gaze is still your coach. Good luck. So, it's time. It's been a couple years. I should probably talk about this. I mean, I talk about it a lot. But I just talk about it in kind of like little chunks on, you know, Instagram story, Q&As, and in the comments and stuff like that. So let me spend five, eight, ten minutes talking about why there's so much Drew Brees slander on my meme page. Um, initially, you know, listen, I've got nothing against Brees. I didn't. I don't think. Now I don't know. Sometimes you just like, you learn, you, you do something enough that you just kind of learn. You just, you 
maybe I've just learned to hate the guy. Um, no, I, I, I don't hate him. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing really to hate about him. He's, he's phenomenal. I've just had a very different opinion about where he ranks all time. And it's, but it didn't even start there. It didn't start from like this, you know, uh, notion that he was ranked too high by the, uh, the common folk, by by the by the non meme page, by the civilians, and uh, it, where it started was it was it was a uh, a quiet protest against the whole system QB thing, which has always been the system QB thing has just always been used to drag down, uh, you know, like a guy like Joe Montana or Steve Young, two of my personal favorites um but also you know who i think the guy i think is the is the clear goat is is tom brady and you know it struck me that like tom brady who's been through several different offensive coordinators over his 20 years um several different play callers bill o'brien josh mcdaniels and there's obviously some others in there so how you know, but and then to on top of that, to have been playing for a defensive coach in Belichick, like where the fuck is this system coming from? And then it occurred to me, I'm like, there's this guy down in New Orleans that wasn't good until he got to play for Sean Payton. And you know, if you want to play a nice hypothetical. You know, what if the Cowboys hadn't let Sean Payton go? What if they'd fired Parcells and, and promoted Sean Payton? Would Tony Romo be Drew Brees? But anyways, that's beside the point. That's a different fucking podcast or a different, different, different video. So it, it initially started as this kind of, you know, it's like, okay, fine. Fuck you. I'll show you a system QB. And, and it just kind of took off from there um, to where I think every other meme page now, uh, they just tag me uh, as, as almost homage as, uh, um, you know, to pay their respects to the original guy out there fucking blazing the trail, calling Drew Brees overrated. Um and 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 the overrated thing is a is a different it's it's a probably it's its own different concept right i mean it's just very very even very quickly right i don't think Drew Brees is overrated because i have him rated at 10 um and he might even be 11 or 12 but you know so if you think he's top five then yeah i think you're overrating him um and then somewhere in there and then listen there's there's also some there's also some Niner Saints stuff. Um, you know, the the Saints were in the Niners division back when I was a kid. Um, they weren't ever any good. They were definitely the Aints back then. But, you know, on, on top of that, you had Bounty Gate, which really the, the news around Bounty Gate, from what I remember, really focused on two players. And one was Brett Favre, and the other one was Frank Gore. 
and you don't fucking come for Frank Gore around me. All right? Um, so that wasn't like in my head when when I started making the Drew Brees memes. Again, it was just kind of like a, you know, I'll I'll show you a you know, I'll I'll show you a system quarterback. And um and then somebody and I did this, you know, cuz I don't research a ton of my memes. I just kind of find a joke and I run with it. And then somebody either sent me one or or DM me and they're like, you realize Drew Brees doesn't have an MVP. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. This is this is the greatest day of my life. Um, and so that's where you know it got extra fuel. And then it was my first sticker that I sent out. Was the uh, mom, can we, can we, can we get goat? No, we have goat at home. And then picture of Drew Brees. And then, you know, I'm getting into the, you know, as, as I post these memes and I get in there and how oh, fuck you, you piece of shit. He's such a nice guy, which is always such an awesome comment to get <laughs> like being called a piece of shit or being told to kill myself in defense of a guy you think is really sweet and nice and, and, a, and a good person. It's like, who's your fucking role model? You just told me to kill myself. So, you know, so then I actually had to start coming up with, then it was like, okay, is this just a troll? Or is it, or or, or am I going to believe this stuff? And the more that I read these arguments from people, the more like fucking strident I got. And this is why you don't talk, this is why you should never talk politics with people. You're never going to change somebody's mind. Right, I, I started making Drew Brees memes, and it doesn't matter what you put in front of me at this point. I'm not going to rank him higher than fucking probably nine. I'm looking at ten and going, oh, I forgot Kurt Warner. You know, Kurt Warner's got two MVPs. He's got the same number of Super Bowl rings. He's got one more Super Bowl appearance. But uh, you know, I'm doing that now. And so, in justifying him not being in the top five. Because everybody that comes at me is like, he's the number one passer of all time. He's got all the records and blah, blah, fuck you. Kill yourself. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I've left numbers. I've, I've been heavy on numbers in these podcasts and these segments. But the two guys I always go back to when, when people bring up. Because listen, Drew Brees has gotten to play. His career in the easiest era it's ever been to put up passing stats. And it's only going to get easier. If Mahomes plays long enough, it's over. Andrew Luck, if he'd played long enough, it was going to be over. But there's two guys right now that, you know, if you look at year by year with, with Breeze, are right there with him. And these are the guys that are going to start knocking, especially Eli, right? They're going to start knocking Eli down a few pegs. They're going to come close to, if not past, Breeze's numbers. And you're not going to like these names. This isn't like, you know, it's not like I'm bringing up Tom Brady. uh, Well, because one's a division rival. And the other one, you know, is Matthew Stafford. So if if you look at Drew Brees and Matt Ryan through age... 34. Okay. Matt Ryan's ahead of him in yards. 
He's behind him in touchdowns, but he's ahead of him in yards. They've got the same yards per attempt. Matt Ryan's got fewer interceptions on more attempts. Just 18 more attempts, but still 30 fewer interceptions. Um, And their QB ratings are 95.3 versus 94.6 for Matt Ryan. They're very, very similar. You know, Breeze has a ring. Matt Ryan has an MVP. You give Matt, you get Matt, Matt Ryan gets a ring. You know, looking at these numbers, it's going to be hard to, how, how would you rank Drew Breeze ahead of him? Especially if he's going to outgain him in yards, come close in touchdowns. And then you've got Stafford. And Stafford, obviously a little younger. So I think this is through age 31. But through age 31, Stafford is leading Breeze by 6,000 yards. By 21 touchdowns. He's only thrown two more interceptions. And he's thrown 800 more passes. So... Before you start spouting off about, you know, greatest quarterback of all time, he's got all the records. Well, yeah, he's got the records for now. But the problem with looking at the records is that somebody's going to break them. Somebody's going to look at Breeze's records and go, fuck, well, I'm playing, you know, if I keep this up and I play till I'm 38, okay, I can do that. Because the air is just going to get easier and easier and easier. And this is why, again, this is why I love. Rings, MVPs, and first-team All-Pros. Because they only give out one each year. And if you go back to those, you really get a sense. If you look at the, the, the way that those things were awarded, and you get a real sense for who the, you know, who the people that followed the league thought was the best QB in the league in, at any given time. That's why, you know, Favre's, You know, three straight MVPs is so impressive. Manning's five MVPs is so impressive. Manning's seven first-team All-Pros, so impressive. You know, Brady, multiple MVPs. Steve Young, multiple MVPs. Aaron Rodgers, multiple MVPs. These guys had runs where they were the best quarterback in the game. And so that, so again, it starts with just a, hey, fuck you. Here's a real system QB, and it's just a meme. And then the backlash kind of cements it for me because now I've got to go back and I've got to be like, okay, like now I'm curious. And the more I dug in and the more I looked at like, okay, you know, what are the guys behind him? Like, where where are these guys at the same age? It, it makes it even harder to rank him that high. And so it's just kind of been this like self-fulfilling vicious cycle of I post a Drew Brees meme, I get a negative reaction, I argue with people in the comments, now I'm now I'm like, oh, okay, well, fuck these people, I'm going to post three more. And it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And, um, you know, it's, it's you, you guys, if, you know, if you're listening to this in, in, the, in, the, in the time in which I'm recording it, you know, you're seeing this with, with McCaffrey. You know, I, I find a button and I jump up and down on it. Well, Drew Brees is my button. This is my fucking corner. All these other, I own this block. All these other meme pages are just renting space. 
So, um, anyway, that's, uh, um, that's the, that's the, that's the background on the Drew Brees slander. And, um, but listen, I think he's a great quarterback. Again, I put him top 10 all time. I still think maybe there's room for Kurt Warner to bump up ahead of him, but, um, you know, I'll probably have to redo, I'll probably redo those QB rankings probably like once a year, once every six months, just as I come up with some new way to do it. But, um, he's had a phenomenal career. He's a great guy, I guess. He hasn't killed anybody yet. Um, so, you know, good for him, but you know, I'm just going to disagree with Saints fans on whether or not he's the greatest of all time. It's to me, it's not even close, and he's not even in the discussion. And that's that's where the friction comes from. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Hope uh, hope this sheds some light on the uh, on the Drew Brees slander. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.